What is up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Roger and Stone Show. Today's guest is my all-time favorite motherfucking friend, best friend. Love this dude. Will do anything for this dude. He is my dude. That was ridiculous. I'm sorry for saying it like that. <laughs> anyway, um, Nathan Giltner is my guest today. Nathan. The Nathan from the conversation that re recorded all the way out in Raleigh, North Carolina, when we went to go see Tool. Nathan fell in love with doing the podcast and he wanted to do it again. So I ended up convincing him to come on again. And basically, what this is is a conversation part two. What we did was we uh, basically just picked a beer, uh, kind of gave a description on the beer, and then we picked a song, one song each, and we just basically just had a conversation about that song, what we liked about the song, uh, I think what the song meant to us, not really what the song meant to us, I take that back, but uh, we just picked the song, why we liked the song, broke the song down, and... Um, yeah, that's basically what this is. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Also, I want to throw this out there that I do have a feeling that this might become a podcast as well. But speaking of different podcasts, starting another podcast, I've already done that. Aside from the Roger and Stone show, my buddy Jimmy, who you've heard many times on the Roger and Stone show, we've kind of sat down and talked about um, something something new, creating something new, and that's exactly what Jimmy and I have done. It is in the making. I'm lying. It's been made Too Fat Fox is now up and running. Two Fat Fox, if you don't know what that is, basically it's just Jim and I doing food, beer, and booze review. What we did was we went to a Korean barbecue place and just tried the food. Had a beer, and we just reviewed it, what we thought about it. If you want to give it a listen, you can go to Two Fat Fox on Spotify. Right now, we're waiting for it to upload on iTunes, but you can go and listen to it. On Spotify, again, Two Fat Fox, not the number two, but two as in T-double-O, two, Fat Fox, two, Fat Fox, I'm going to say that one more time, two as in T-O-O, Fat Fox, we got our first episode up, so go ahead and check that out, but I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop talking, I'm going to let you guys listen to this one, this is basically the conversation part two, uh, Nate and I just picked up where we kind of left off in Raleigh, North Carolina. Give it a listen. Let me know what you guys think. Appreciate you all for hanging out. Love you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Roger and Stone Show. Today is a special show. I uh, got a really good buddy of mine, best buddy of mine, calling in all the way uh, from South Carolina. He was on the podcast before when we were when we were out in uh, North Carolina to see the uh, to see Tool, and um, I I really did enjoy the conversation that we had out there, um, and I've been waiting to get him on for a while, so it was uh... my triumphant return. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. So everybody, please welcome, as I like to call him, the Great Explainer, <laughs> my good buddy. Nate Giltner, all the way from uh, South Carolina. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Hey uh, man, had a, had a had a great time on the on my my debut on the Roger and Stone podcast. Had a great time, a lot of fun, good conversation. Uh, happy to uh, kind of jump in and and do do something with you here. So well, I mean, from the I guess the reviews I got from everybody, the you know the 
the few people that that listen <laughs> um, are the ones that I talk to more like it. They said that yeah, uh, you and I had really good banter on there. That we we actually you know it was really interesting listening to us talk about the many topics that we talked about. How we just bounced around from everything. I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was great too, man. I had a good time. Uh, aside from us going out and having drinks and everything like that, I mean, it was just as fun sitting down, you know, eating oh, uh, sure. eating chicken and uh, <laughs> <laughs> drinking beers and just BSing, man. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, I kind of figured, you know, if it's if it's if we had that much fun and everybody liked listening to us, why not do it again? But let's actually stick to the topic of you know, um, not. Not only music, but also beer, because we are both, you know, beer nerds and uh, music nerds. And me, For sure. me, kind of falling, falling right back, uh, or at least trying my hardest to fall right back in love with music again. I figured this might be the best way, and you know, kind of keeping it as comfortable as possible, doing it by having you know my best friends on, you know, you being one of them. Uh, so yeah, man. So I, 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 I was like, damn, man, I, I, I just want to get him back on and do this again. Cause this was great. And if we can continue to do it, if we can have a steady pattern, that would be awesome. But you know, man, I mean, I, I want to have you on, uh, I, or have you call in and if you can show up, that'd be great. But either way, just get you in as many times as possible so we can do this. If not, I already talked to a couple of, uh, musicians and music lovers to come in and fill in when you can't. Yeah, I think we can do beer and song. I think we can make that work. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and kick it off, man. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you are sipping on today, young man? All right. So for beer and song, my beer of choice is, well, let me tell you why I chose it, and then it'll make more sense. Okay. Um, I've lived in South Florida for 10 years, just moved back up to the mountains of South Carolina, so haven't seen cold weather in 10 years, uh, haven't had you know fall, winter seasons, and you can't drink heavy heady dark beers in tropical beaches you just can't so and i love heady heavy you know i love brown ales and and stouts and porters so i haven't got to drink those in 10 years so now i've moved back to the mountains now it's you know december uh, christmas in a couple of days and i'm living in the mountains uh, in the winter i get to drink big heavy dark beer again so I've just been enjoying that, just being able to just grab heady beer, sip on a sip on a pint or two and make it last and enjoy it. Um, and then I am attempting, knock on wood, I'm attempting to start my own little microbrewery up here in the mountains. And so I'm drinking beer from a little bit of a different point of view. Obviously, I still enjoy it. It's still delicious. But now I'm kind of looking at it as, you know, what what did you make? How did you make that what flavors did you mix in there um and kind of analyzing it a little bit more so i kind of put those two things together i went into our local well greenville's greenville south carolina's one of their little local dive-ins my brother took me to a dive-in good beer shop and i essentially went for the darkest heaviest beer with the kind of most flavor uh Mm. flavors on it so you know just make it as big heavy and complex as possible so what i have is the pastry arky by dewclaw brewing which is based in baltimore baltimore maryland and it is a chocolate cherry bonbon imperial stout oh my god that sounds (laughs) amazing (laughs) and it is uh it's it's about as dark as burnt motor oil and uh, about as thick as <laughs> thick as motor oil. So it is it'll put hair on your chest. It's it, a man's drink. You know, it's it's uh, I you know, I, um, funny you say that because I am a big lover of stouts, uh, porters, anything dark, anything thick, uh, kind of like me. Um, <laughs> but uh, somebody once explained it to me when I poured because it's, you know, um, there's very, I don't want to say very few, but sometimes when I go to a, a family party, not a lot of them are into the dark, thick beers like I am. So when they see me pour a stout, um, and that's what I usually do. I'll take a, a like a big 22 ounce of, uh, of some sort of stout that I have because I have a bunch sitting around. I'll take a bottle and little glasses to spread it out between four or five people to give them a taste. Uh, but when I poured, I think it was uh, it was Southern Tier, and I think it was a thick mint. That's what it's called. Um, it was more of a dessert beer, uh, thick. It was a milk stout, um, so not as strong as an imperial. Mm-hmm. But when they seen me pour it, 
<laughs> it was like, and it was the funniest thing. It was like, uh, I, um, it was an 18 year old, uh, girl who I think, uh, well, not think, but it was the uh, 18, I think it was the daughter of my dad's girlfriend, my dad's girlfriend, I, sister, I think I, I can't remember this, you know, you know how the Mexican thing goes. There's just so many people in the household. <laughs> and, uh, but she looks at it and she goes, Oh my God, that looks like something you would have to dip a feather in and then write a letter with. <laughs> I was like, that is, that is awesome. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Solid description. Yes. So if anybody, if you guys don't know what a stout is, that's what it looks like. It looks like, it looks like ink. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's dark. It's dark and heavy. It, man, it looks like motor oil. That's, so. That sounds so good, man. The way you just uh, what what is it? What is it called again? It is the pastry arky uh, from uh, Duclaw Brewing, Baltimore, Maryland, and its official description is chocolate cherry bonbon imperial stout. Jeez. And it's not too sweet. It's got a nice heavy texture, and then it has just like a a chocolate covered cherry little kind of smack in the back of it. Um, it's, it's good. It's not too much of anything. Yeah. Yeah. But that's got a lot of body to it, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. what I was going for as complex awesome. as possible, as many layers as possible, as yes. heavy as possible. Yes. Um, yeah. Enjoy my heady beers. This I'm going to, I'm going to have to look in. So, so let me ask you, uh, when do you, are you doing, cause I, I, you know, again, uh, beer nerd, I usually when I go and I buy stouts, I tend to buy two or three bottles. I'll drink one and store the other two. Do you do that or you just buy the bottle and just go for it? So I, this one is a four four pack of 16 ounce cans. Okay. Um, so uh, I will. I mean, I'll drink them all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't save any for too, too, too long. But uh, yeah. the nice thing about big heavy beers is, you know, I'm not going to drink. A, I'm not going to drink all four of them in one sitting. You know, you can you can sip on those. Yeah. So. Um, you know, you can spread that out a little bit more than a, you know, sixer or something. You're just going to down at once. Yeah. 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 See, you, you actually can, if you want, you could take one of those cans and just, um, cause I mean, it's already in a can, so there's going to be no sunlight hitting it, but just as long as you keep it at a good room temperature, man, I would, sure, store, sure. I would store it, I would store it. So, uh, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that. I'm going to see if there's a way that I can, uh, reach out to that. Cause that sounds really good, man. <laughs> That sounds really good. Yep, it was between this and a and a coconut imperial porter, and uh, I went I went with the extra I went with the extra description words. Nice, nice. So that's uh, that does sound delicious. I am very jealous, um, but uh, good on you for uh, for doing that, man. And I'm 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 happy that you are a thick beer lover, man. That's that's great. <laughs> oh show so what do you got what do you so got over there what i have uh and you sh i think you'll appreciate this uh what i'm sipping on is uh jordan lake brewing company acorn brown ale from the oh. tool show we went to i actually did save that can and i wanted to save it for a special occasion um and this is a special occasion so i decided to crack it open for uh for today and the memories that we had while we were drinking it. This is what we were drinking when we did the first podcast together. I, I enjoyed that beer. Yes. And, uh, yeah, first podcast. Uh, uh, Nut Brown's about my favorite. I mean, that that's pretty much my favorite combo right there. So. Yeah. Um, I've I've always had a, a, a nice a nice uh, spot in my heart for brown ales. Uh, I don't get them all the time. I'm real picky about brown brown ales. Uh, this one is actually, uh, it's not, it's not heavy. It's not stinky. There's not a lingering aftertaste. That's why, uh, I really did like it and I wanted to save it. Um, cause there's some of them out there. You crack them open, you pour them and you know, there's just, it, it just seems like they did something wrong. This one is just smooth. It's got a great color and, uh, just finishes nicely, man. Yep. I enjoyed it a lot. So Me too. that one. And what was the other one? We got that, uh, uh, coffee, coffee is for is closers. For closers. I yeah. shared that sixer with someone and they did not want to let go of the other three. <laughs> oh, they were good. They're and like, then no, I had that know. big, uh, that big can of that Milky way stout that we had for the next day. How um, was that? That was good. It yeah. was again, you know, I like all the, all the flavor tones and a little bit of sweetness in it. Mm. Uh, but I don't want it to be too much. Like I don't want to drink sugar. I don't want to drink, you know, yeah. syrup. Yeah, a lot of lactose. Um, so, so if they put if if they go too heavy on the on the on the 
sweet flavors, the candy flavors, I don't like it as much. I like those okay. subtle hints of stuff. Yeah. So like yeah. this chocolate cherry has a nice kind of back end subtle chocolate cherry taste in it. That Milky Way was a little bit, it, it came on a little bit stronger, but still not too much. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't as good as that Coffees for Closers or that Acorn Brown. Those were killer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, and that, that's the, the only thing I, I, uh, I have against Stout's. I don't even have it against it. It's just one of those things where if I do have one, I can only have one or two for the night because then they start sure. getting real heavy, man. <laughs> Makes it real difficult uh, for you to drink uh, drink beers the rest of the night. And a lot of these stouts are sitting above 8%, so you can't have too many yep. too fast. Mine is 8.5. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's actually pretty nice, man. That's not bad. It's, it's Once you get into the 10s to where it becomes uh, too thick and too strong. Yeah. Much like me. So, <laughs> but so yeah man um so two good beers two good beers i'm jealous of yours you've had the one I've, <laughs> i'm drinking right now and i'm i wish i was drinking the one you're drinking right now man that sounds really good i'm gonna have to look that up see if there's a way because i know that they have apps now to where you can actually uh order beers but it's it's whatever they have you know yeah, yeah. And I then you buy them, and then they they send them to you. Like I got a, I got a couple of them that are sitting. I right? mean, there's just an endless amount now, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, could you imagine of living in like the era of like Bud Light and Coors Light and Miller Light was your three choices of beer, and like oh, that was man. it? Like it'd been awful. Yeah, just a so, uh, boring, boring. Yeah, I mean, life. <laughs> there's there's a half a dozen breweries in every town you go in and that's fine with me <laughs> i i like that i like that breweries are making uh it's kind of a big uh, hit right now man yeah it's really... a good vibe it's a good atmosphere you know you can take your kids take your dogs you know you're not getting sloppy drunk and fighting till 2 a.m it's usually just a good crowd good people oh, yeah. you know i like the atmosphere yeah there's there's usually a couple of people uh every now and then it's once in a blue moon that show up to a brewery and treat it like a bar like you can't do that yeah. man. you can't do that you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna act like a jerk you gotta go you know even i'll step in before the bouncer but like, you gotta knock that off man don't ruin this place for me you know? So you can bounce people off. If I if if my <laughs> 150 pounds steps in, is like, hey, look here, sir. <laughs> Pardon I'm, me. I'm just gonna get I'm gonna get knocked out. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have passive yeah. aggressive, overly actual, uh, overly intellectual <laughs> insults until I get hit. That's what's gonna happen to me. <laughs> you're you're using two bigger words. I'm offended. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just going down. Um. So you brought up the uh, you brought up. The fact that you uh, are pursuing opening a, a microbrewery. I am. So tell me, uh, I guess I, I know a little bit about it. Um, I am very excited that you're going to be doing that, man. I'm, I'm really proud and happy that you're doing that. Uh, can you explain a little bit more about that to the listeners? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, from, from I guess if you want to start from the beginning or if you just want to talk about exactly what you're going to do with the, uh, yeah. the brewery. Yeah. Oh. I'll make a long story as short as possible. Otherwise, this podcast would have a totally different subject for the next hour. <laughs> but uh, a long story short, me and my father-in-law are trying to uh, trying to put together a little microbrewery. Um, he is a chemical engineer, and it's kind of a cliche that all chemical engineers want to brew beer, and he is no exception. Uh, when we moved from Florida back up to South Carolina, this was kind of what we this is what we were pursuing um, kind of for me. And uh, he's thinking about his you know, long term retirement goals, things like that. So uh, we were looking at this little garage that we were going to renovate and that snowballed into this 200 year old building that we were going to try to that had been like empty and dilapidated for uh, 20 years uh, that we were going to try to renovate and that snowballed into not possible. So we scavenged the whole building. I mean, pulled the floors out, the original floor joists, hundred year old wallpaper, 150 year old windows. I mean, we scavenged the thing, picked it clean and then we demoed it and now we're rebuilding it in the same kind of look and design as the original building. And then we're putting all that material uh, back in to kind of use as much of the original materials possible. And that will be the brewery. So the original plan of let's renovate this old garage has now snowballed into let's build a 200 year old building and take it apart, put it back together and take it apart, and put it back together. And <laughs> and so it's it's it's, you know, the, the timeline and the scope has gotten a little out of hand, but you know, whatever, that's, that's how this thing's rolling. Yeah. So we're, we're still moving forward. Um, 
we have kind of the best commercial property in small town Pickens, South Carolina. It's just a matter of getting a new building up and kind of getting these doors open. So uh, that's kind of where we're at now, uh, trying to get a handle on the exact design of the building for the price that we want to pay. Uh, looking at phasing it, where essentially you'd build kind of a phase one building and use that for a few years. And if we're making money and things are going good, then we build in a kind of phase two off the phase one. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's how you expand. So yep. that's kind of where things are at. Um, I do not know how to brew beer currently. So that's a whole nother subject. That's that's actually my resolution for 2020 is if I'm going to run a brewery, probably should know how to brew beer that'd probably be a good skill to have in that yeah. industry <laughs> yeah. so that's where we're at uh, learning how to brew beer trying to figure out how to build a building figuring this all out as we go nice man I'm, I'm 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 really excited for this man i really am excited for this uh um being a, a beer lover uh what i can tell you if you are looking into um Learning how to brew beer, there is a, it's not really a starter kit, but it's kind of like a, a kit you can buy where you can uh, kind of purchase kind of, uh, I guess, like Pilsners and IPAs and Stouts. And then it's, uh, I'll, I'll send you a link to it, man, but you can start yes, brewing sir. it and learning from it from there and then move on to the bigger, more complex you know like the vats and everything like that so yeah we've got a tank system in the garage now uh we bought it used uh, about thousand dollars used so probably nice. you know i don't know twenty five hundred dollars brand new something like that ballpark mm. um and uh, uh and it's it's not commercial grade but it's more than just like a bucket in the garage i mean it's got it's got some some gadgets and gizmos and tubes and heat sinks and all you know some of those nice. things so we're we're starting to dabble, we're starting to figure it out. Um, I'm I'm going to the kind of local brewery supplier here. Uh, the owner is the nicest guy in the world. We'll talk to you about anything. They do little classes there. They've got like a little brewers association that meets every month. Um, I'm, of course, reading the textbooks and doing the the school book work, that kind of thing. So just kind of trying to get my hands around everything, um, and uh, you know, really try to get this together next year is the hope and the prayer, the dream. Nice, man. Well, then forget what I said. I'll do that myself. <laughs> and then I'll present to you whatever I create. <laughs> yeah. A year from now, the uh, Roger and Stone podcast, Beer and a Song, hopefully we'll be drinking uh, <clears throat> drinking some homemade brew by me. So Yeah. 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 We'll see, man. I mean, that would be great. Um, I think uh, I think what I'm what I'm going to do with this is uh, Roger and Stone's going to kind of be its own separate thing. And then what we're doing here is going to kind of. I think branch off into something else because I cool, do cool. I do like this I do I do like this I just started something new today um, with another buddy of mine but uh, staying busy with podcasts and music is something I really want to um, kind of do uh, just kind of keep my mind off other things sure. uh, and again it'll help me fall back in love with music again so I think this might be the beginning of a different podcast. Cool. So I think that's a good transition to the song of uh, of you falling in love with music again and and this is going to be its own thing yes um i think it's a good transition into our songs yes so i was about to ask you about that so now that we've talked about the beer now that we talked about uh what exactly you're going to be doing for the future let's go ahead and move over to the the songs that we have uh what what is your what is your pick for the day all right, my song. And I actually had to, I had a lot of trouble picking my first song. I mean, there's a million songs I'd love to play and talk about with you, but it was like the first song. What do I want to do the first song? Do I want to do something like nostalgic, something that's like Nate and Roger? Do I want to do something like chronological, like what's like the first song I fell in love with, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and ultimately, I just kind of decided like, I'm going to do a song that, that kind of puts my marker down, that's kind of maybe a little bit like my perspective, who I am as a music fan. Um, and so this is just my general opening, you know, first marker. And then from here, I'm going to have all sorts of wacky stuff that's just going to be coming from all every angle. So my official first song is, uh, the song title is Bull Black Nova, and it's by Wilco. I'm going for a Wilco song for my, uh, my first, first beer and song pick. And uh, I guess I'll give a little give a little tidbit why um, I think it's a good good if you're unfamiliar with Wilco I think it's a good kind of 
uh, uh, tiptoe into Wilco, good introduction into Wilco. Um, it's from 2009, so it's about right smack in the middle. Wilco's been around for shy 25 years now. Uh, uh, Bull Black Nova is off their self-titled album uh, from 2009. Um, even though it's their self-titled album, it was their seventh album. They just waited seven albums to name one Wilco. So it's kind of <laughs> kind of right smack in the middle of their catalog. And it 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 uses a lot of Wilco is one of those bands. If you were to ask me, like, what kind of band is Wilco? There's not really a way to answer that because Wilco is kind of a different, unique thing every album. And it can even have different uh, band members kind of playing at different times. So, you know, Wilco really started as kind of a alt country punk band as Jeff Tweedy, as as Uncle Tupelo, Jeff Tweedy's first band kind of came apart. He put Wilco together and it had a similar vibe and feel, kind of an alt country punk. And then that kind of slipped into a little bit of Americana, a little bit more songy. And then some some interesting sonics kind of seeped in uh, and their 2004 album, A Ghost of is, A Ghost is Born. Uh, it was one of those albums where I, it, it just kind of changed how I understood music or or what I what I realized music was and could do. Um, it was a very slow, uh, a kind of tense, uh, tense and soft at the same time. Like it, the album, the album really took place in between the notes, in between sounds, and I had just never really kind of come across that before. Something I liked so much, um, and that really kind of changed what i thought of uh, as wilco and music and jeff tweedy and me being a fan um and and, it, and wilco kept changing from there and you get you know sing-songy albums you get really layered timing kind of heavier sonics and and stuff like that later so this song bull black nova is kind of right smack in the middle of their catalog and and a lot of those things play into it it it, it picks little pieces of all the little descriptors I just dropped. It, it has a great tension in the song, uh, this kind of repetitive keyboards and, and beats. Um, it kind of slows down time and, and you kind of sit inside of it as the song kind of spins around you. And, and I like that. I mean, you and I just saw Tool. Tool and Wilco are not similar musically in not any way. But they both kind of slow time down. You know, Tool builds these intricate timing power layers that just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and Wilco kind of uses Sonics to slow down time. But both bands, they don't make they don't make uh, uh, jingles. They make you know albums that you really have to sit with and spend time on and kind of you know let them move around you and figure them out. They're not a they're not a quick kind of you know, in and out type of song or album. Uh, and I like Wilco for the same reason I like Tool. I like that, you know, slow down time. Let me sit inside this song or album. I don't want to know what I think the first time I hear it. I want to have to kind of come back to it a few times and and think about it. And, um, and, and again, I think this song captures that uh, very well for Wilco as a whole. You could listen to five different Wilco songs and none of them are going to sound anything alike. But Bull Black Nova really gives you a sense of some of the things that they do and some of the things that they do really well. So that 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 tension, that slow down time, that kind of let the song move around you and and, and kind of see the layers moving around. Um, I figured it was a good first song to lay down my point. And with that, I'm going to take a sip of chocolate cherry bonbon imperial stuff. It's in my hair, it's on my clothes. It's in the river, all over the road. It's shining down my angry star. Hanging out the hood of my car, not gonna fall. 
So yeah, I did. I've never really heard of Wilco before up until now. I've heard the name. People have dropped the name before. I've never really paid attention to it. I'm just like, Wilco, what is that? And uh, today, I guess, would be the first time I actually sat down and listened to it. I didn't listen to it many times, just a couple of times um, as I was moving uh, moving all over the place today. Um, I just popped it on, gave it a listen. And definitely, it's uh, the way the way you described it is, is, is pretty much perfect to where it just seems like you know it's it's you have to sit and listen to it many times in order to get a grasp on it um mm-hmm. and the way you're saying because that, that was the only song i listened to so far but what i picked up from it um is it kind of um, and i could be wrong about this this is just my i guess my perspective on it the way i'm looking at it, it does have a bit of talking heads uh, oh that's interesting just thrown into it now it's just from what i heard from the talking heads and i'm just like whoa wait a minute but it's not bad i did i was kind of digging on i'm like this is something new you know because you don't i mean again i've never heard of them but i i've have i've never really heard anything like that but i am into the bands to where every song on an album does not sound the same much like uh incubus you know the early incubus songs none of their stuff sounds the same on any album you know what I yeah, mean? and I, I enjoy that. I mean, if, you know, some bands, you know what you're going to get, and there's nothing wrong with that if you just want that. But a, a really great musician and band, something that you're going to, you know, again, Wilco's been around for 25 years. You know, if they're going to release a dozen albums over 25 years, they can't just do the same thing every time. You know, you have to grow and change and try new things. And mm-hmm. Jeff Tweedy is one of those artists that does that on purpose. I mean, he really pushes himself. And even though Wilco is not a household name, Jeff Tweedy is not a household name. He he's kind of a musician's musician, and he's you know kind of you know critically acclaimed, for lack of a better term. Um, uh, you know he's done he's done all sorts of side projects and and projects with other people, um, and and he he pops up. He's produced he's produced um, um, other albums, so he's. He's one of those people that, you know, all musicians know and critics love and but he's just not this big household name. I mean, Woody Guthrie's daughter even hired him and Billy Bragg to go through the Woody Guthrie archives and finish unfinished Woody Guthrie songs. I mean, that's how deep the guy goes into music. Uh, the original SpongeBob SquarePants movie, he did the soundtrack for because he had two <laughs> young boys at the time and they were huge SpongeBob fans. So the guy is finishing Woody Guthrie albums and making the SpongeBob soundtrack. Like that's where Just he all goes. Over the place. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he awesome. produced he produced a Mavis Staples album. Um, I mean, he's just everywhere. Um, so super interesting guy, uh, super great artist. Uh, super great musician that's just been making good music for a long time. So, but that's interesting that you say the Talking Heads because I am a giant Talking Heads fan, mm. and I would I didn't necessarily think about that or make that connection. Or when I listen to this song, I don't think Talking Heads. But now that you say that, I see exactly why you would say that. It has that jumpy beat and kind of skipping yes. along, and yeah, yeah. That's and that's that's mainly. I mean, not any particular song, but just the style in general. It sounds like something the Talking Heads kind of would do. Yeah, and, and both had genius percussion. Not to interrupt yeah, you, but no, you know, you're, Talking you're, Heads and Wilco have genius percussion. You, you I mean, are, Glenn Kachi is a percussion extraordinary. You are absolutely right because that's you know. Being a, um, a percussionist myself, that's usually the first thing I go for. You know, I want I want to hear what the drums sound like because there's a lot of stuff out there you listen to and it's just straight on. You know, yeah. and after a while that stuff can get boring. But um, I mean, just on every it seems like on every on every fourth beat of a measure, there's a different sound that that guy is making on his drums. Yeah. It's never the same. It's a snare so the hit, snare hit, name something is, else. Yeah. He is, his name is Glenn Kachi, and he is just a genius extraordinaire percussionist. He even wrote music for, uh, 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 what's the string quartet that did like the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, a uh, Kronos Quartet. He wrote music for Kronos Quartet by labeling each of his drums a different string instrument and he played the drums and that he was actually writing string instrumental music. Like the guy is a 
percussionist just he's an, he's, he's amazing he's, it's crazy yeah. so as a drummer if you listen to wilco you will enjoy you know everything essentially from like uh, past Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, past 2001, mm-hmm. uh, has Glenn Kachi, and yeah, the guy's just amazing. It's, he's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, because um, you can tell there's there's many different drums that he's playing on that track. Uh, some of them are regular drums, some of them are regular drums that sound like they have some sort of cloth or handkerchief or some sort of mute on it. And he's not hitting it every... Every single time when he's playing, like during the chorus or during the verse, pre-chorus, breakdown, whatever, it's constantly changing, and it was throwing me off. I kind of giggled. I'm like, this guy is just being a genius behind this kit. Like, there, it's it's never really the same hit. You know, always something different on that fourth beat. But it's um, it was, and he's probably making it up as he goes. I mean, he very Mel White of like you know, ripped his shirt off and threw it over the kit and then tapping on that. Like, the, I mean, he just pushes, he tries something. He just tries something every time. I mean, that's just kind of the drummer he is. And whatever he's doing, it, it, it fits perfectly. And it, it definitely did fit perfectly with that song. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you, you introduced me to that song. So thank you very much for that. I definitely will be listening to that again. Um, and I, um, I'm definitely going to check out if he's got any other, uh, projects outside of Wilco. Oh, he and, does. They all do. And then, uh, just kind of pay attention to that because it was good. It was good. My first time actually sitting and listening to it. I was very impressed by the song. Um, so, so thank you very much for that, man. I, I, I appreciate you for, uh, for introducing me to that. Yep. Glad to be here. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my song. It's not uh, one of those songs that I guess I could break down as well as you broke that song down. But uh, just, you know, short and sweet. Uh, the song that I did pick for today is by Real Big Fish. Uh, a lot of people know them. I think they came out 2009, uh, known as a alternative slash uh, punk slash more ska than anything but the song that i picked is grandma got ran over by a reindeer uh from their happy scala days album since it is so close to christmas i kind of figured it was the perfect song and i'm not one for traditional kind of christmas music because uh much like everybody else is getting played everywhere and it gets annoying after a while but this being ska um more upbeat, more, you know, jumpy, more happy, I guess. Uh, I just kind of figured it would be perfect for right now. Nah, not going to really try to break down or explain anything, but just, you know, again, it's Christmas. Christmas song, fun Christmas song. So if you haven't heard it, you know, this is the song right here. <laughs>
I am. I like horns. Um, I like uh, I, I, I like horns, and I like to see how they can be used. Um, I'm not going to pretend to be uh, some hardcore ska fan that knows every little thing, but I I enjoy it. Yeah, I I guess uh, I introduced Real Big Fish to my niece, and she was asking me what exactly is ska. How can you describe it? And to the best of my ability, the only thing I could really come up with is. Scott is basically what a 13-year-old kid hears in his head when they're at a diner and notice that they got nine mozzarella sticks instead of eight. <laughs> That's one way to put it. So I was like, I that, think if- go ahead. I think of it as like punk music with horns. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> that, that's just what I, I'm like, dude, that's, like, that's probably accurate. Like, because <laughs> that's what I would hear. You know? Yeah, but that's <laughs> you a hear good ska description. Music. <laughs> I got yeah. an extra chicken nugget. <laughs> you know, it's something like that. <laughs> so that's the best way but I, I could describe it, man. And I think it does good. You know, everybody, a lot of bands, a lot of musicians put out holiday music. And most of the time, it's it's almost cringeworthy. You know, I think of like that Bob Dylan Christmas album. And as Ooh. a huge Bob Dylan fan, I'm just like, please stop. This is this is embarrassing me in my living room. Stop. <laughs> um, but I think I think Scott and Real Big Fish, I think they they can they can do that holiday album. It's still fun. It's still different. It's still you know, music y it still has that same energy. You're moving around and be you know, be bopping and yeah. it's not like you're it's not like you're sticking popcorn on threaded needles making making, <laughs> you know, whatever that stuff I'm trying to say is called. Yeah, no, I gotta um, get what you're saying. I you get know, what you're saying. Like you can you can do your thing and have like a Scott Christmas album in the background and that's fine. Um so I, I enjoyed it as, you know, like you said, holiday music can get kind of oversaturated. But that is like a fresh take on the holiday music, you know, that still yeah. still feels good. Yes. And I mean, the entire I mean, it's not a, it, the, the cool thing about it is it's just I think it's like six songs on that album. So it's more like uh, it's more like a demo or, or uh, um, EP, EP or something. Yes, yeah. exactly. But I mean, it's it's got a couple of um, traditional ones on there, a couple of ones that they made up themselves. You know, it's kind of like tradition with a touch of real big fish in there too so um it's you know just you know if you need to kind of pick me up during christmas that's definitely it and i don't know anybody that would be mad at ska you know sure <laughs> it just got a sure. good sound with it. it makes you happy so yeah if um, i was walking through walmart and real big fish christmas music came on i'd have a smile not just like uh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like, oh god another one of these but like oh, all right cool i can dig it so um that is my pick um again not much to explain about that it's ska man i mean how can anybody be mad at ska ska really doesn't need a description except the way it's I not, it's, gave it's it right nine now. mozzarella sticks it's yes exactly <laughs> you notice nine mozzarella sticks instead of eight joy <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh so that's that's that man i mean what else is there besides uh, the future of, I guess, what this, uh, I guess, coming up with a name for what we're doing here? Unless we can keep it as the conversation. Oh, the, the conversation continued. As, or... Yeah. I mean, who knows, man? I'm, I'm, I don't know. We'll have to kick that around. Yeah, our goal, we'll see. Our, our goal, our New Year's goal, our New Year's resolution is to, uh, is to make this you know, whatever, make this official, give this, if you want this to be a separate thing, give it a name, 
uh, you know, tight down on, on how we're doing it, figure out the kinks. And I mean, I'll do this as often as I can, man. Like, I, I definitely want to have you on, um, as much as possible, man. I would like you to be the, the, uh, the guy sitting across from me or the guy that's, you know, I guess right now in front of my face, uh, since you're on the phone, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, but it is one of those things. I would like to stay constant with it. Uh, I mean, if you can do it, you know, once a week, twice a week, that'd be awesome, dude. I mean, uh, I mean, hell, man, I've been trying to do this for a while. I mean, again, like how I explained, I don't remember on which episode of Roger and Stone I explained this on, but the I guess that question that was dropped was the main reason I wanted to start a podcast. Yeah, I didn't know that until you said that, and that's uh, that's interesting. That's awesome. And uh, it's also understandable. I mean, it, you know, for, for everybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the Roger and Stone, the conversation episode. Um, it's a uh, if you're a music fan, it it'll give you pause. It'll make you think. And I mean, I, what you're saying is this entire podcast exists kind of out of that conversation, that question. Um, and that's pretty awesome. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, I mean. So, I, I, again, I guess I, it was misconstrued on who asked the question, but whoever asked it, thank you so much. If it wasn't for that, none of this would be happening. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's great because now I can just bring in random musicians if I want, you know. You know, bring them in. If you can't come in, I'll bring somebody else in and whatever oh, yeah. else. I mean, it'll be a good start to something, but I would like for you, you know, to be on here as much as possible since, I mean. I mean, I could definitely commit to twice a month and if that can oh, turn funny. into every week then that's awesome but you know every other week at the very least is 100 percent. yeah man. i know you're busy i know you got a busy life you know you got an adorable little girl you got to take care of you know i got i get your working and you got you're trying to get that uh your microbrewery up and running man so i mean i don't want to take up a lot of your time but the time you do have if you want to be here man you might i, I mean, mean i got microphone i got time for you I got time for beer and song with you, man. Awesome. <laughs> and I appreciate that. So I guess this will be the official uh, first episode of what might become another podcast, man. Stay tuned to find Stay out. Tuned. But yeah, next next uh, next song, I promise I'll get a little more in depth. I'll pick something that actually oh, yeah. has meaning. But I just kind of figured, you know, Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> Thanks so much. So yeah, man, Nate, I you know, you're 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 one of my best friends. You know, I I love you to death, man. I've known you for a long time. Um and uh I appreciate you for being in my life, man. It means it oh, means yeah. a lot that you've stuck around and um yeah, I don't mean to get all sappy, but yeah, brother, I love you. And uh yeah, man, hopefully uh hopefully we keep we continue doing this, man, cuz it would be Oh, we we will continue amazing. doing this. And uh like I said, my one of my original thoughts was do I get something nostalgic out that's like a Nate and Raj song and uh mm-hmm. yeah, you'd be prepared for that. You want to get you want to get sentimental and cheesy. You oh, just yeah. wait. You just stay <laughs> oh, tuned. Yeah. Stay we're, tuned America. Stay we're gonna, tuned. World. We're going to lay we're gonna, on with the cheese. You're going to hear two grown men cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. My dad might be listening. <laughs> But all right, man. We're gonna go ahead and end this. Um, Nate, thanks again, man. I appreciate you for doing yep. this, man. Taking time. Had a blast, here, brother. Had a blast, brother. Love uh, you. Love you always. All right, man. So everybody, thank you for tuning in with uh, with Nate here. Uh, and yeah, this might turn into a, a beautiful, beautiful new podcast. Thank you guys for listening. You guys enjoy. Uh, you guys enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your New Year. And uh, catch you on the next episode, man. Nate, where can these guys get a hold of you? Uh, I mean, am I supposed to give my phone number out right no, now? No, don't give your phone number <laughs> out, man. <laughs> give, give, give like a handle for uh, some uh, social media or whatever you got there. I, I have a terrible social media presence, so I have, <laughs> I don't, I don't have social media. Um, you can Facebook friend me, and I'll probably get back to you in three to six weeks. But uh, that's about it. <laughs> All right, so everybody, go ahead, look him up, Adam. Check out what he's doing with that uh, soon-to-be micro uh, microbrewery yeah. restaurant. You give me a few episodes, and we'll have a social media on the brewery. So let me Sweet. put it that way. Sweet. All right, brother. Thanks for uh, thank, well, thanks for coming in. Like you're here. Thanks for call, thanks for calling thanks for in. Thanks for visiting and, the studio. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for calling in and doing this with me, man. I uh, I'll see I'll see you on the next. I'll be talking to you on the next one for sure, yep. man. So thanks again. But all right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Roger and Stone Show with Nate. I'll check you on the next. All one, the guys. love. Later.